What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Oblivious Games, the show that takes its sweet time. This is episode 26, and I'm one of your hosts, Jay Johnson, and joining me as always is my co-host, LaQuinza Gooby Goo Morgan. Glad to be back. What's going on? Chilling, man. Coming up on today's show, we got E3 news coming at you. It's E3 week, E3 weekend, a lot of big things coming out, so we're going to cover all the all the, the crest conferences that have happened so far, and uh, yeah, it should be a pretty good time. All that more coming up on today's show, but you guys know how we do. First off, let's check in with my co-host, Gooby Goop. How has it been, big dog? Uh, it's been fun, man. You know, we've just been chillaxing, taking it easy, man. Uh, you know, getting uh, everything prepared, you know, for a new, new journey in life. No, but other than that, you know, we just been cooling it, bro. What do you mean new journey in life, though? Can you expound? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, just prepared. All my friends have gotten new consoles, and I should be the only one playing the Xbox. So, <laughs> prepared to play video games by myself. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just, you know, so it's a lonely, a lonely uh, road in front of us. You know, got a... Solo journey, but you know it's whatever though. You know we here, make it happen. Is that is that it? The only new thing that's happening in your life is that you're playing video games alone. Is it the only thing new since the last time anyone has seen and heard from you? That's it, man. You know, <laughs> you know, that's about it. You know, that's uh, about it. Okay, yeah, just cooling it. You know, but uh, you know, <laughs> just living life. You, you're still being very coy out here, but I'll respect it. I'll respect your wishes. Um, what you been playing though? What you been uh, what you been on over there by yourself? Apparently, been um, you know, just playing some Destiny. You know, uh, trying to get this Vex Mythic class. Is Vaulted Glass is is Vaulted Glass two point oh is is sorry is exotic is Vaulted Glass two point oh better than Vaulted Glass one point oh? Yes. I mean, because the changes they made are beneficial for the person, right? Okay, okay. The first one. Is the the Templar encounter is the second encounter. It goes on forever in D one. Like you there for a good fifteen minutes just killing ads. That's too. That's too much. That's too much. You, and you're really just sitting around doing nothing, right? This one just speeds it up along and it makes it like a like a waves of people. So, and and you know the last boss fight is good. I, I think they did a good job. My my you know actually I could do a, a video bunch of. Hey, let's see. Let's see. You're a pro by now. You've done a part what ten times, maybe at least. I think like nine. I think I'm at I'm at nine. Oh, nine yeah, I was a good guesstimate by myself. I, I I'll was. Take that. that was pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Actually, it might be eight, eight or nine. It's one. So you, I, I know I didn't do it the first week, and then I okay. did it twice last week. So gotcha, whatever. gotcha. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so you're still looking for the trash myth of class or whatever? Yeah, hers not hers not very good, but like that, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I mean, I I'm, I'm more like, I just collect the shit. So and if it ain't good. It probably will be good one day because, you know, but it's kind of tight, though. It's from the other one. You know, like you you build up charges with it and then you can like turn into a linear fusion rifle. Right. Like, it just shoot like one big shot and you just like dome people in the crucible with like one shot. Them. That sounds lovely. Yeah. 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 It's not the best of DPS, but like it's it. I mean, you know, it's for nostalgia, really. But, you know, just like the raid is out of from the last raid. I never I never even shot the damn thing. I have it, though. I never used it. Wait, what was that? What what is it? It's called it's like a, the pilot rocket. Yeah, the rocket. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like when you shoot it, it shoot like it's a rocket, it's like track. I think it's like eight rockets or some shit at a time. It's yeah. kind of crazy, but it ain't really that good. 
I finally started using the Deathbringer. I've been running a Void build and using the Deathbringer mm. and having a lot of fun with that. Because that's a cool gun because you shoot it and then you let it yeah. I mean, you know, but I never use it before and it's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's fun. You got the catalyst? No, well, that's what I'm working on. I was like, I should oh, use right. it since. Yeah, it's really good with the catalyst. It's like top tier with the catalyst. What does the catalyst do? More of those bombs, I'm assuming, I guess? It or... just makes them activate faster. Oh, okay. So, like, you don't have to, like, shoot it up as high. You can, like, shoot it, like, maybe, like, like, about half as high and, like, it'll activate a lot faster. Sh- so. Should I be shooting it up in the air and then? Yes, you shoot it straight up. And then, like, okay. and, then, and then once it gets so far and then you release it. And then it drops down. So, like, the farther it travels down, the more damage it'll do. It's like you a javelin. Yes. So I should shoot it up and then aim at the person and then let, let the trigger go? Or how should I? So it's kind of like if the person is in front of you, you shoot it over their head. Okay. So like as it's traveling and then it travels down, then it does damage. And then I let go once it tracks them. And I mean, you just. Because you release you, the RT, once, once, right? Yeah, once you get above their head, then you just let it go. It does. Oh, and then up. it does a tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. I. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate yeah, when I need an instruction too, manual for the fucking yeah, guns. Yeah, they they too tilt don't be. <laughs> they don't be explaining stuff too well. <laughs> I, but you know I, you did it right if it's a crit. If it's yellow, then you did it right and it did the most damage. I have no idea. I got to check now. Yep. Okay. Uh. Well, speaking of Crucible, though, rest in peace, Stasis. How's your life been over there with no uh with no ice powers? Been better. Every- <laughs> it's been so much better. Okay. My life has exponentially gotten better. Okay. Because <laughs> you're not you're not frozen every two seconds. People, are, I mean, granted, people are still just rushing at you full speed ahead with a shotgun. Yeah, but you know now it's not like they freezing you around a corner and then rushing at you with a shotgun. You know it's it's but it is it is better. People are using like different subclasses. I mean, some people still use stasis, but like you know because you can you know do tier builds or whatever. But true, true. Um, it's a little, lot more di- diverse. You know, diverse now. So, but it has been a, a release and not just be frozen there looking like a fucking idiot and just get fucking shotgun in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to come in there with the handheld supernova now, now that I've been using the controversy, controversy holds. Yeah, Con- that's good. Uh, whatever those are now. So, yeah, I'm out here doing the damn thing. I use them for like in-game content. Oh, yeah. Because like you're doing... And shit. You do the top, the, top, the top tree, right? That's how I'm using top tree... And you just yeah. make the yeah. Because once the you throw it, it like you know you got like a chance of it like recharging your grenade. So it's real good. That's, That's been I'm the saying. build. I've been out here killing it. Oh, what I mean, like what you've been doing though? Uh, I've been doing some lost sectors. I've been doing some um, what's it called? Whatever the whatever the uh, the well, seasonal override. activity is. Overrides. Yeah. I mean, you can just be brain dead and still do that activity. <sighs> I know. I know, man. I'm a noob. What you want me to tell you? What you want me to tell you? Good job. You try. Thank you, sir. I've also so, been playing uh, okay. some Returnal out here, getting my okay. ass kicked. Okay. And uh, House Five Marks. exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Awards. It's really good. It's one of my favorite. Can I play it? How would I know? I mean, you'll play it one day. One day I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the gunplay is fantastic. The music's great. The atmosphere is dope. It's hard as hell, though. <laughs> and uh, I've only gotten to the third world, but I'm trying to make my way through there. So I'm going to give it some more. Some more of my attention, and hopefully I'll I'll get better. <laughs> uh, also, Ratchet and Clank has been in the uh, in the disc drive. I guess not. I have a digital PS Five, so but it's been it's been in the playlist. And right, not, right. my God, it looks beautiful. It plays beautiful, and uh, good time out here messing with these silly ass guns and shit. That little cartoony ass game. It's awesome, Wars. I mean, I never played other, any other Ratchet and Clank. 
Yeah, Ghost the first. I've been playing Ghost though. That game, all right. Wait, which one? Ghost oh, Ghost of Shima. Talk yeah. to me. I mean, you play some I more? Think, I think it's overhyped, but yeah. You know. How far have you gotten? Uh, I just uh, I stabbed a dude in the neck. So you you you're just starting to get your ghost powers. Wait until you get to the part I got where a ghost power. I snuck into a, a camp and then he had like flashbacks of you know you wanted to kill people honorably and like it took him all of three seconds to to turn to a thief and just stab this boy in the neck. I was like, oh my, it's God. war. <laughs> yeah, but like he's like, I have principles. I I want to fight people honorably and I have. Choked you out and stabbed you right here on the street. Like, I wish damn. every I wish every time you stab somebody, you had that flashback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like every time. that's what he's doing. He's like, like, bro, your principal went out the window like so fast, yo. Games always do that. Yeah, it's like uh, I think it was Tomb Raider. You you killed that one person, and she's all like, she's like shaking and shit. She's like, I killed somebody, <laughs> and then like you immediately kill a hundred more people, and she doesn't even yes. have a fucking eye. Yes, it's just like, oh well, this is easy. Or am I a sociopath? <laughs> Probably a little bit of both, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's what we've been up to. Um, you know, a little games out here. We've been chilling on a little, a little hiatus, but we back in the back in the seat of things. Uh, it's a good busy time to be back too with fucking E three going down. Lots and lots of shit popping off. Uh, been a pretty busy weekend out here. <laughs> Our producer Ray Ban back there on the ones and twos, having a good ass time. Uh, playing their PS5, but that's a story for another day. Uh, I would like to thank you all for coming through and joining us over here at Oblivious Games, your weekly-ish gaming show. Uh, if you listen to my beautiful voice, please give us a rating and a like uh, and a little review over on all your preferred listening services. We're a new podcast, and all the reviews and stuff will help us out. Um, we do streams every now and then as well. We're going to be getting back to those. So once you hear my voice, uh, you can probably expect a stream coming uh, at you sometime soon, probably on a Wednesday, if we can get this out to you, and if you hear me on a Tuesday. Uh, so yeah, that's about it for the intros and such. Uh, pretty fun show coming up to, for you guys today. We got E3 news, as I said. Uh, at the top of the show, we're going to talk about uh, Jeff Keighley's um, Games Fest. Before that, we'll talk about Xbox's uh, news before even E3 started. Then we'll go to their conference. We'll do Square Enix's conference as well. And then we'll end the show off with a bunch of little tiny things that we want to talk about as well. Does it sound good with you, Brother Gooby Goo? No, your mic is off. That sounds wonderful. Let's get it. It sounds it, wonderful. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, never mind. Copyright. What's up, Nick? I'm back. <laughs> we back. <laughs> you know the vibes. All right, let's get it going. First up. Xbox dropped some huge bombs ahead of E3's showcase. Xbox kicked off E3 with a slew of announcements before they even took the stage. Phil Spencer details several cow gaming activations coming to Xbox users on console, PC, mobile, and TVs. Yes, Xbox is working with TV manufacturers to bring Xbox's burgeoning cloud-based services to a television set near you. Once available, you'll only need an Xbox controller to enjoy your Xbox cloud-based content. To help beep up this already impressive cloud performance, Xbox will be upgrading all its data centers to the take advantage of Xbox Series X hardware, meaning anyone can enjoy the benefits of next-generation gaming. And to make things even more convenient, Xbox Cloud Gaming will be coming to browsers, allowing Chrome, Safari, and Edge users to partake in the fun. Don't let all this cloud news get you down, though. For the future of Xbox hardware, the team is hard at work on Microsoft's next console for those looking for a more traditional experience. War is. Yeah. What do you think, man? Xbox is making it even more convenient for you to play your uh, Xbox games. It's kind of tight. Uh, at least I think for me, you know, like I kind of I haven't tried it like X Cloud that much. I tried it once, but I was only in the house when I did it. I mean, it worked good. 
I mean, I didn't have any issue with it. I was sitting on the couch and I just like started up Destiny playing on my phone with um one of them little razor, whatever it's called. You have the you one that connects yeah. to both sides of the phone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hey, that What's thing up? is that thing is fire. It's nice. That's all I'm saying. It's kind of really want it. nice. Like it like very I only play Genshin with it though, so then you play some try to, you know, but I played Destiny. There's a like one. one. Where's my, t- yeah, you know, my counter at? Like, <laughs> get it there, yeah. Just to start it up. But um it works good. I, I haven't tried it off of Wi Fi because mm-hmm. like it, it tells you how good it is to to do it on and like off what type of network you have. Apparently yeah, my yeah. network is not good to be streaming it. So uh, I have to play it in house because I think so that's you were playing it. Hmm? You were playing it from the console. That's how you were doing it, right? Yeah, gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, because uh, like, you can pick the console you want, you know, because I got like a you know a Series X and a regular one, so I could. But I picked the Series X. I played it. It was like really nice. Uh, it was like it was almost like it's like no lag in it. So that's pretty still, crazy. Yeah, still kind of crazy. I'm great. I was like I was in the house, so, like I guess like the signal didn't have to go too far, but yeah, um. I think it's gonna be really nice for you know when I'm when I'm in the other room and like I can't leave out of that room. Doing other things where you can't leave out of said room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I have to, you know, stuck in that one spot. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, exactly. So uh-huh. I can be like, oh well, I'll be in here <laughs> chilling and I can just, you know, do what I need to do mm-hmm. instead of just coming in here, sitting at my desk, doing other <laughs> stuff. But anyway, this Microsoft press conference was probably the best one all day, hands down. You know yeah, what I'm talking yeah. about. Okay. We got. Look, biggest thing, right? Halo. That's all I'm saying. Uh oh. Right. That's that's what we call in the in the in the biz a teaser. But yeah, I'm yeah. glad that uh I'm glad that we got the we got you playing the cloud gaming. I've been having some success with it here and there. Um mm-hmm. I don't have the razor thing, but I do want to get it. I use the um the phone dongle with the actual controller connected to it. And it's pretty good. I played a couple Madden games on it. But do you need that. a dongle? It's Bluetooth. Well, no, sorry, not a dongle for um, the controller, but just to hold the phone above the controller. I have like a little thing I put on the controller. Oh, okay. And it just holds the phone on top of it. And I, I can got see you. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I got that thing. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty smooth. I've been liking it a lot. I mean, this is a cool initiative. I mean, uh, I don't necessarily think I'll take that much advantage of it, but having access to your Xbox Cloud Gaming anywhere, like on a TV, that you have a TV, it's kind of really cool to see. I mean, you already have Roku and. And and YouTube and everybody has an app. You open up a smart TV, right. everyone has an app. So just mm-hmm. having a, an Xbox app on there just makes Xbox even more accessible. I think that's pretty dope. Um, the thing that I kind of took note of is that they're going to have their data centers actually have Xbox Series X hardware. And I'm like, man, that's going to be a while from the do because seeing as how they can't even fucking make enough consoles to sell yeah, to people, but they're going to have they're going to have a warehouse to me, like, just full of the them. The thing that was going to run is going to have the specs of an Xbox. Right. Okay. So that's so the thing. I, that's kind of cool, but it's also kind of weird too, because right, it's like they can do it and emulate it with other hardware without having the same hardware. So I kind of, I don't know. I want to like know more about how they're going to actually do that because I think that could be an opportunity for them to. I don't, I don't really know what you would do with it other than just have it be for the cloud. But in right. a shortage environment where you need specific hardware, it is kind of weird that they could do that. But I'm assuming, as you're saying, it's probably to me some fast ass PCs. But I mean better on you I mean you're the one who has a series x you know how fast that console is so for them to beef it up even more then you're gonna have a better experience i think the one thing that's been weird for me is that like i don't know if you experience it they do like the um the predictive movement so it almost feels like you're floating like when i played destiny or whatever it felt like it wasn't lag but it just felt different i don't know if you noticed at all nope nope okay yeah i might just be losing my mind here but it just felt a little bit weird um but yeah Yeah, i mean it's pretty cool it's pretty cool stuff coming from uh, from Xbox and out here dropping the bombs before they even get to their E3 showcase. So, shouts out to them. Big ups. 
Big ups, big ups. All right, number two, Summer Game Fest Live. Industry hype man Jeff Keighley kicked off E3 with a bang. He had surprises, sponsors, and no less than two celebrity cameos during his 90-minute opening show. Tiny Tina, the fan favorite Borderlands character, is getting her own game. Jeff's BFF Kojima announced the director's cut of his walking sim, Death Stranding, coming to PS5. And we finally have gameplay footage of the much-anticipated Elden Ring. With a little lag in the middle, the show managed to provide all the proper prerequisite hype. Or is we had uh, Jeff Keighley coming out here doing his damn thing. Uh, lots of lots of cool stuff. Um, Tiny Tina, man, I, that of the, I mean, I will talk about Death Stranding. You know, one point five because shouts out. But the Tiny yeah, Tina yeah, yeah, game yeah. coming out is awesome. You remember fucking what was it? Dragon's Keep or whatever it was. The uh, the yeah. RPG s thing. So this is basically going to be that separated from Borderlands into his own game. Does that have you excited to get back into the in the Borderlands universe to play some some tabletop RPG s with our favorite Tiny Tina out here? It does not know. I do love me some Borderlands though. So you know. If, if, I mean, if y'all want to, I mean, I'll I, I get on it and play it. But, like, I mean, I don't know. It just don't, I don't know. It just didn't hit. Borderlands just didn't hit like it used to. That's all. Like, I don't know why or what yeah. it is. It just didn't, you know. But, no, it does not excite me to go back and play Borderlands. Or this Wonderlands, one, whatever they call it. This, I mean, I'm... It's, it, I, I do kind of feel you because Borderlands 3 kind of fell kind of flat. Like, you're kind of right. Mm-hmm. We played it. We barely, I mean, we finished the campaign, but we didn't grind or anything in it. We didn't really nope. kind of, I mean, Borderlands 2 was a moment. Like, that was, you know, 2013 in the basement. Like, we played the fuck out of that game, and we didn't really do the same thing with Borderlands 3. But I'm kind of hoping this is a different experience that will get us back in there because, I mean, I like that world. So, um, and Tiny Tina, like, she's the homie. I mean, Ashley Burge is coming back. She was out there. She showed up uh, promoting this. So, and we didn't see any gameplay. It was only like a, you know, a little couple art pieces, and that was about it talking about it but no gameplay so i'm very interested to see what kind of stuff they do to it um but yeah very early in the show they brought in kojima and he talked about you know developing in the pandemic and how it's so tough and whatnot uh but then we had this really cool teaser for the director's cut of death stranding and he did it in a very weird way which i hope has some semblance of what it's going to be in the game but he basically had like a metal gear one mock-up within death stranding where uh norma Reedus's character uh, I think it's Sam Porter. Sam Porter Bridges is like looking at this box and he tries to get in the box like Metal Gear and he sees all the guards mm. and shit. It was very, very nostalgic. So hopefully we can get some interiors because in that game, you just walked in the mountains and I want to go inside and gank somebody in Metal Gear style. So um, what do you think, Warriors? Would you dip your toe back into Death Stranding for a director's cut edition? Oh... I still ain't finished the. I still ain't finished one. You feel you for the race? Okay, so I can't. I mean, I feel like I got far though. That's the thing, man. Like, um, it was just some parts of it I just couldn't. I don't know. I just couldn't get past. Like, what part was it? I think I first this big monster came out of the ground and was like I couldn't track it. Like I know I'm like I'm an idiot sometimes. But I'm just the like, fucking whale. Yeah, I'm just like, how am I tracking? Like, I'm doing with this thing. I'm I'm avoiding it. The baby crying. I'm not going over that way, but it's still attacking <laughs> me, you know? So, get on a motorcycle. I drive off a mountain. I blow it the up. The baby like, is definitely crying. Fuck. You know, and this motherfucking thing is screaming out of my control. And I'm just like, what in the shit is going on? And I just turned that shit off and I ain't went back to it. <laughs> what a fucking experience, man. God damn. That train is a bop. I don't care what nobody says. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's so good. No, <laughs> so weird. God Almighty! 
Uh, short answer once again is no. No. Mm-hmm. no, no okay. No, okay. No, I do love me some Kojima, man, but like th- th- this ain't it, Chief. Like, this ain't it, Chief. Yeah, just give me a normal, regular game, man. Like I don't want to run around and put like little notes in the world. People, somebody on their console can see. I don't care. You know, I think it could have done without that part of it, but whatever. The little I, weird social. Yeah, I didn't finish it, but I can't. So I don't. I don't really have a lady to stand on, but hell no. Well, it's weird, man. If it, if this tra- trailer preview tease, if this is anything to say what the new game is going to be, then it could be there could at least be some portions closer to a Metal Gear, right? Like if we have some interiors, we can sneak in. I think that might bring some more people in. If it's not just all walking around, well, I mean, I like the walking around stuff, but I like the open world stuff. But I know people want a more, like you said, traditional um, third person action game, you know, a right. la Metal Gear. So hopefully, he can squeeze in at least a handful of those kind of missions that kind of give people. A reason to jump back into it um but yeah the show ended and we'll go back and get some more stuff but it ended with elden ring which apparently is the most hype and won a game of all time um you know we got it that way our, yeah it seems that way right uh miyazaka is back uh helming it again he made demon souls dark souls one and then dark souls three so he's back at the helm again from from software uh to work on this joint um, it's going to be a Souls-like, essentially, right? You're going to be in the open world this time, which is a little bit different for a Souls game. And you're going to be chopping demons up, running around on your horse and getting some some, some big vibes out here of the... Uh, what, what did George R.R. R. make? What did he make? Um, that's game the of Token Man. Token Man. That's the one other one. Lord of the Rings, isn't it? Lord of the Rings. Is, it, is that him? Lord of the Rings? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. George, the Token. You said, uh, what, who was talking about again? George R. R. Martin, that's Tolkien. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes, that's the. Um, so you're getting yeah, the Tolkien vibes out here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because George R. Martin was a. Uh, what you said, George R. R. Martin? Yeah, that's right, right? I thought that was. I think. I thought. No, man. I thought that was a Game of Thrones fellow in. Game of Thrones. You just told me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Game of Thrones. I thought the Game you said of Thrones guy. Else. Did I yes. say Romero? I might have said Romero. I always get them mixed up, to be honest with you. I don't know what you say. Anyway, it's fine. George R. R. Martin, he basically made the the Bible, as it were. He made the world, the other uh, rules, and then he gave it to Miyazaka, and Miyazaka and his, and his homies out here uh, built the actual game itself. So a uh, pretty All cool right. mashup of minds here. What do you think? I know you're not a big Souls-type person, but uh, does this interest you and make you want to delve into an open-world Souls-esque game? I said kind of. Oh shit! Let's go. I go back and look at it. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, the granted, but I don't want to feel like that, like sellout, you know, like because you know. Oh, Dark it's Souls, fine. It's a new experience. It's fine. Yeah, but like Dark Souls already a thing, right? You know, yeah, you got yeah. That, of course, you just got this world. Um, I thought this was like correction. J.R.R. Tolkien. I thought this is who you're talking about. Because Elden Ring, I assume Lord of the Rings. So, oh, I, I see. It's incorrectly. A mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm curious though. I went back and watched the trailer. I was like, okay, that actually looks kind of tight. Like, it looks however, good. However, I, re- I rarely play games without like hoods and like, you know, like health bars and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, granted, that's probably like, it's probably just like the, the presentation, presentation or, or yeah. like, like mock up, probably not representative of like the actual game. But yeah. I mean, you're playing, you're playing Ghost of Tsushima and that game has no hood. So, mm-hmm. it's a, it take, it's, I mean, I think they, they do that really well. I will say they do that I really talk well. Talk a lot of shit about that game. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I mean, that game is, I don't know, man. It just don't grab, like, we play God of War, right? Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> that game gets you. You're just like, okay, this, this is a banger right here. Like, Yes, you're right. You invested from the jump. You know what I I'm understand. saying? 
out in the woods, you know, you taking care of a little dude and then homeboy come out the woods. And he wanna he wanna get fucked up, you know. So you so you serve him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then he wanna chase you throughout the nine realms and you serve him again. You know what I'm saying? Kratos runs smart tech. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he he runs bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you got Last of Us, you know, which, you know, which like it ain't like a unique story, but it's like the characters, you know what I'm saying, that make it just the dude, the dude in Ghost for me, man. He just don't like. I don't know, man. He you boy Jin like a, Sakai? Yeah, he just he just sound like a cornball. You know, then, then, then I run up on the dude from the first fight and he beat the shit out of him. He does. Yeah, like, he does bro, beat the shit out of you. Like, why you do me like that, man? You know I was going to run the up on you trying try to help Unk, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Unk. Unk. Come on, Unk. You know, but it ain't work like that, you know? <laughs> but, I, but, but I am down to try this game, though. I, you know, it's kind of game pass. No, I'm playing, I'm playing. Put everything on Game Pass. We're going to talk yeah. to that. At least 27 games are on Game Pass. We're, we got that coming up for you. Yeah, I mean, I like Souls games too. I want to check this one out. I haven't, I only finished Dark Souls 1. I love that game so much. Uh, I got into Dark Souls 2 a little bit, didn't really like it. I played the beginning of Dark Souls 3. Um, and I haven't played Demon's Souls yet. I'm going to get that since I got the PS5 now. So I'm going to check that out, see what's up. But yeah, I think this would be cool. I mean, the the, the gameplay trailer looked, looked fine enough. Um, so yeah, maybe I want to get my ass beat a little bit. Uh, but he had some other cool stuff coming from this showcase. Uh, what else do we have? We got Metal Slug Tactics. I don't know if you saw that trailer wars. I put that in the group chat. Oh my god, I've never been more excited for a Metal Slug game because that shit looks kind of dope. The art style was cool. Um, and yeah, I mean, a little tactics game with the Metal Slug people out here. I, I did see it in the chat, but I did not watch it. Oh, son of a gun! I'm sorry. It looked awesome. It looked very cool. Saturday morning. 80s cartoon meets like anime stuff and then with the metal metal slug tactic stuff coming out here uh he had jeff goldblum show up and jeff goldblum talked about jurassic world evolution 2 i didn't fucking know there's jurassic park Evo- jurassic world evolution 1 to be honest with you yeah I didn't um either. what else do we have in there that was kind of notable uh they had escape from tarkov which is a pretty cool first person shooter um it was really big streaming not too long ago which is a pretty sweet game um Netflix teased a Cuphead show, which is kind of cool because that was a great game. Hard as hell game, speaking of. Rocket League is getting its Fast and Furious 9 cars and junk. That's kind of cool. Shouts out to Ray-Ban out there on the Rocket Leagues. What's up? What's up? Uh, they showed some Overwatch 2 stuff. I think they showed some character stuff, which is kind of sweet. What's that? Overwatch going to get uh, crossplay. It is going to get crossplay. It's going to get crossplay, mm-hmm. but no cross progression, so rest in peace. Oh, never mind. I ain't playing yeah. it. But crossplay is cool. I mean, it's only skins, but I mean, Overwatch is an amazing game. So I think they're setting it up what I would assume to do the crossplay now since Overwatch 2 is going to be a big push and they, they want to have that for launch. So, oh, yeah. So we got to be out here for that. Uh, they showed it back for Blood Clip, which we'll talk about some more a little bit later. Um, the Evil Dead game clip was pretty sweet. Uh, it was kind of like. Um, uh, the what was it? The Friday the 13th game where it's like a 4v1. And you play as the people running from a monster, essentially. Evolve. Kind of sweet. Yeah, I also like Evolve. Kind of like that, too. Yeah, Evolve tried to monetize their game too hard. That was their problem. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Evolve. I'll never forget you. You were so great. Yeah. That was, that was a fun game. Yeah. But overall, pretty cool show. Uh, Shouts out to Jeff Keighley. It was a really good way to get the E3 week kind of going. Um, yeah, he always kills it. I like him a lot. I mean, you can tell that he loves what he's doing. And he really got hyped for that Elden Ring reveal, so I'm glad that he got to pre it on his show. 
What's up, guys? Thanks for listening to today's show. Uh, if you want to check us out, you know, go to our website. We are obliviouspod.com. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with what's going on with us, also check us out on socials. For Instagram, we are at obliviouspod. And then on Twitter, we are at obliviouspod1. Uh, give us a follow. Tell us we're pretty. Tell us you love us. Tell us we're great. All right, back to the show. All right, number three. Xbox Bethesda Showcase, the moment you've all been waiting for, whereas with no Sony or Nintendo in sight, Xbox was once again poised to take a huge step ahead of their competitors with a strong first showing. They wasted no time and led the show with their much-anticipated exclusive Bethesda RPG, Starfield. While no actual gameplay was shown, the footage on display was promising and gave off some very good space vibes. With a mix of huge titles like Black for Blood, Battlefield 2042, and of course, Halo, they managed to also pepper in some indie darlings like 12 Minutes with its star-studded cast, Psychonauts, and the adorable party animals. They showed 30 games with 27 of those games coming to Game Pass and also announced five new titles. The show was capped off with an extended gameplay demo Forza Horizon 5, which will be which will set place, well, sorry, which will take place in Mexico. And their one more thing moment was a CGI trailer for the new shooter IP from Arcane. It is a very good time to have Game Pass. War is. Talk to me about your homies, Phil Spencer, Bethesda, Pete Hines, the whole lot of them over there at Xbox. What do you think of the E3 showing? I thought they I thought I think this was a very good one, right? Like I, I think they had a lot of good stuff sprinkled in there. You know, especially when they talk about Starfield. They finally got a release date. Don't know what that game is. It looked 11, tight. 11-11-22. 11-11-22, whatever it is. Good. They got the date for it. Hopefully they stick to it. It looked like it would be fun, you know, from what I saw. Like, it was going to be on Game Pass once again. I'm going to try it. You know what I'm saying? I could love it. I could not. It don't cost me but my monthly Xbox subscription, okay? The biggest thing, though, the hype B is this Halo Multiplayer, okay? Talk to me. You don't even like Halo. <laughs> right, I don't. But over the years, my multiplayer skills have dwindled. They are mediocre at best now, right? But just watching it, it just looked so fun. I was like, we're going to play some Halo in 60 frames per second. You know what I'm saying? And 120 if you nasty. 120, right, right, right. 120, you know what I'm saying? You know, you want to crank that hole all the way up. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, even like, the model I'm not a fan of, right? Because free, the most players are gonna be free to play. See, see. But you notice already, I, at least to me, I think people would cheat if it's like no barrier to entry. Like if you can get in, download a game. That's why cheaters are rampant in Destiny. They are in Warzone. Like they ban so many people for cheating because, like, why you can ju- you can just make another account and then just cheat again. What's stopping you? You know what I'm saying? But if you true, pay true. if you if you pay sixty or seventy dollars for a game and then you're gonna you're gonna take a chance of getting banned. No, you're not. I mean, you motherfuckers still gonna cheat. Don't get me wrong, I'm not stupid, right? I would say need to be something. Twenty dollars. Make them pay twenty dollars to pay play the multiplayer. You know what I'm saying? Make nineteen ninety nine. You know what I'm saying? So that way I ain't gotta be in there with no cheater, somebody just spamming rockets over and over. Master Chief just got just, you know extra superhuman strength, you know, just hunt my ass down. I'm trying to, <laughs> can't quit out fast enough. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they have, they have fours on there, which, you know, you you more than fours, you know what I'm saying, professional around here. But once again, going to be on Game Pass, so it's going to be tight. I can play it if I want. Um, I didn't play the Outer Worlds. I never played the first one, but 
Uh, my brother played it. He like he has has fun with it. Um, that was a good trailer too for the. Uh, yeah, it was very yeah. funny. A lot yeah. of good jokes in there. Yeah, a lot, lot, lot of good stuff. Xbox Day to me, I ain't gonna say like blew it out the park, but it definitely was a solid eight, eight and a half. I don't know, you know what everything they presented. But one of the best, I mean, one of the best thing I think is Hades is gonna be on Game Pass. So, oh my um, god, that's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna try to play it. I'm gonna download on my Xbox and play it. You know, like. I might not even finish because I think me and you both might be in the same spot on the game. I feel so bad too because I was like, um, yeah. but Dead Cells is better. That's all I'm saying. Well, you're not wrong. I mean, Dead Cells fantastic. I'm bad at Dead Cells too. I was talking to Jesse. It's like, man, this game has so many reviews and ratings for Hades being, mm-hmm. and like everyone loves them. Like, am I just that ass at games? Like all these people that have given it like a ten out of ten, like mm-hmm. had to have gotten past the first boss, and I'm, my dumb ass sitting there can't get past this lady. Yep. She's be talking shit to me like, "Oh, you looking, you looking tired, you know, Hades? Why you mm-hmm. come up looking at me like yep. that? You, I'm yep. about, I'm about to kill you now." <laughs> like all this I'm shit, like, I'm like, I can't get past her. I'm saying, am I just this bad? Because, like, granted, I didn't try that much. You know, I was like, okay, well, this just, cause it just reminded me of Dead Cells. Like, I played yeah. that game before. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a. And you beat Dead Cells, right? Yeah, I beat Dead Cells. Yeah, the art style awesome. is dope. I beat it on the Switch with a pro controller. So, I don't know, how much, credit, I don't know how much credit I get for that, you know, but um, it, it just, I don't know, it just didn't like, it just didn't get me. Like, God of War, like, I remember, man, when I played the game, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta go home. I'm trying to, I'm trying to play, I'm playing, play that shit tonight. Yeah, yeah. Went to sleep late every day trying to finish that shit. But this game was like, hmm, okay, okay. And I paid for the game. And I was like, this ain't it cheap, but. Yeah, it was like, you know, what, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, or something like that? Yeah. It was gonna be on Game Pass, so you know what I'm saying? We're gonna download it, we're gonna try it out again, you know, which I mean, I don't know what that says about me. It's I fine. I bought it already one time, so. But you're not buying it again, though, so it's fine. It'd be different if you bought it twice. Right. I like your shades too. You're looking real good out here. <laughs> yeah, these block blue light. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's a concern for the cheaters and in, in, in uh Halo, but I'm hoping that um that three four three has some kind of some kind of plan for that, some kind of program or system they can use to try to do some anti cheat. Because there are plenty of games out there that have anti cheat programs. I just think um Destiny just doesn't use them. I know what the fuck Call of Duty's doing. Um, so hopefully they can right. get that taken care of. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean the showing I thought was pretty good. Probably my favorite one thus far. I mean, they were just game after game after game. Uh, my only downside about it is that um, most of it was first person stuff, and I do like first person stuff, but there just wasn't a lot of like variation as far as like a good bit of third person things. But that's fine. That's what they're doing. So shouts out to that. Um, as you said before, Halo. I mean, they killed it. Uh, they had the little thing with Cortana, the little video, whatever. You know, digging into that story a little bit more was kind of cool. I wanted to see more. I think they intentionally put her or put Master Chief in that very specific area that wasn't like open oh, yeah. because because they didn't want that backlash again because like mm-hmm. <laughs> the secret is that it's not going to look marketably different than what it looked like before it, it just can't like not in a year's time I don't fucking care what they do to it no no no, no. It, it's no. essentially going to look the same and they didn't really want people to talk shit so they put them in a dark room and they said you know what let's show multiplayer and that was cool because it looked like as you said the multiplayer looked Disgu- like the way that their bodies were pulling back every mm-hmm. time they got yep. hit and they were Very like crumpling and shit mm-hmm. like that shit was awesome so i'm excited for multiplayer that looks cool I'm, I'm happy it's gonna be free i mean more people playing is better i think it's good for us even in our friend group too because out of us me and stokes the big halo people you and ray right. don't really play but if it's just on game pass or if it's just free all together then you guys will you'll jump in you know oh, and, yeah. and boom we have a we have a fire team right there so that's that's good for us for us to uh be able to play that game more which i'm excited about and yeah i mean uh starfield looks pretty good too 
I'm kind of hit or miss on Bethesda, like Bethesda Studios games. Like I like Skyrim pretty well. Fallout's okay sometimes for me, but like I'm excited to see what they're gonna do for Starfield. It looks pretty cool, so I'm hoping they put their best foot foot forward uh, there and kind of give me something good. Um, but yeah, I mean, Back for Blood showed up here in a big way. I know you and Temp are very very excited about yeah, that game. It's gonna be fun. Uh, you want to get in there with us and kind of shoot some zombies and such. Right. You know, sometimes it's just mindless fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah, you can't it's, gonna gonna be, wrong, it's gonna be dope. Go wrong with Left 4 Dead home. Uh, another big thing that did too, I don't know if you saw this, was a Sea of Thieves Pirate Life DLC. Uh, I stepped in the Sea of Thieves for a little, little bit, but it was there was no campaign. You just kind of went around with your friends, and so no one's playing with me, and I don't want to play with strangers, so I kind of jumped off pretty quickly. But this is a whole DLC uh, kind of going around Jack Sparrow from the Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It's in partnership with Disney, so it's a whole campaign within Sea of Thieves, and I think it's coming pretty soon too. And that game's on Game Pass, so I'm actually excited to jump into Sea of Thieves jump in to see if these and see what this campaign's about what do you think let's try it out then yeah let's go yeah it should be cool because all the I download that shit. yeah so you that's kind of cool xbox you said what you gonna play it on normal xbox yeah yeah i have an xbox x so i should be played there or, or maybe even pc don't talk shit to me Warriors. <laughs> i made my console decision i'm gonna get an xbox series x when i can Jesse almost had one today, too, because we were watching the show, and she was like, surely they'll be selling them. And she had one in her cart at Walmart, and then she lost it. So rest in peace. Damn. Good try. Try again. We're working on it. We're trying to get one. Uh, the 12 Minutes game looks pretty cool. I don't know if you saw this one, the isometric kind of top-down look. Uh, it's starring some pretty big people. I think it's got um, uh, Ray. It's got Ray. What's Ray's name from Star Wars? It's got Daisy Ridley. It's got James McAvoy. And then it's got... um. Willem Dafoe, I'm pretty sure. So that's kind of cool. You basically play these 12-minute loops where you're trying to get out of this house and figure out what's happening. You play this dude, and then I think it's a real-time 12 minutes. You have to figure out how to leave, essentially. But it looks pretty sweet. Um, Fallout 76 DLC, they showed some of that. That game is still not dead. God in heaven. <laughs> I don't think it's going to Yeah, more Bethesda games coming to Game Pass, uh, which is pretty sweet. Um, party, am- party animals look kind of cool. It's like... Um, it almost looked kind of like Fall Guys, but I don't think it's a it's a battle royale. I think it's just like a little co-op um, kind of party game, which is pretty sweet. Uh, Diablo 2 Remastered, they showed some gameplay from that. Uh, I'm a Diablo 3 guy, so I never played Diablo 1 and Diablo 2, so I'm excited to get back into this one to see what's up with it. It looks a lot different. It's more dark, more grim, um, so we'll see what's happening with that. Uh, the Ascent, I'm really excited for The Ascent. The Ascent, I think, comes out in July. That's going to be the first of these big new games that are exclusive coming to the Xbox um cyberpunk diablo s uh shenanigans happening which are very very exciting to me um and so yeah pretty pretty good showcase top flight oh top flight they show flight of the simulator flight of the simulator they showed i'm trying to say yeah. flight of the navigator show flight simulator yeah, coming and it's also going to have some um some top gun expansion content and my god I'll be able to fly Tom Cruise's F-14. And let me tell you, whereas, what a dream. What? Tim, it's a dream. It's going to be a dream. I've always wanted to fly that plane. I'll be able to fly it in a flight simulator. The game does look tight, but I don't know if I just want to fly around in a plane for. <laughs> it's so boring looking, but it also yeah, looks like, beautiful. <laughs> it does. It's like, it looks cool, but do I want to do this? No. So. I, wa- I want IGN to get Tom Cruise to play flight, flight Simulator on its hardest difficulty and see if he can, because he's a real pilot, you know, and see if he could actually fly that plane right. with no tutorial. Just, like, give it to him and see what you can, Probably can't. can do it. Probably couldn't. I don't think he really can. You know, it's a fake movie, you know? 
He flies planes though. Top shelf, you know. I like my beat down though. Correct. Uh, they show some more grounded stuff. That game is coming out pretty soon, I think, because I think it's just in beta right now. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem. That's the sequel to Plague Tale Innocence, which is pretty good. Um, what else? Battlefield 2042. Gameplay looked dope. I think we talked about that for a second. Um, Atomic Heart. That one looked really cool. Uh, indie joint. Uh, no Fable, though. That was kind of a disappointment. No Fable, but we're getting Playgrounds Horizon uh, this year, so hopefully they'll work on that next time, and we'll get some more RPG silly British content out of them. Yeah, that was disappointing. I was really looking forward to Fable. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to be honest. Like me some Fable. Man, that game's funny as shit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so dumb. God, it's so, but it's so good though. So, what do you think? Whereas you said eight, eight and a half out of ten. Do you think yeah, this is a half. good? You said what? I give them eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight point seven five. You think uh, you think they're poised to really hit this fall? What do you what do you now that we have the console and now that we got the roadmap, now that we see the games, what do you think? How do you think Xbox is doing this in this console war and this console race with all this stuff being said? I mean, I think it's gonna be a little more competitive, you know, than last time. Um Game Pass is just I think it's, it's gonna do like so much for the consumer and even for the industry in itself. Like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know who comes up with these like formulas or who gets paid what. You know, it's got to be like some type of like uh, just astrophysicist or you know some mathematician wizard person. You know, because I don't know if anybody out there tried to run a try to run a uh, NBA team in uh, <laughs> on uh, NBA Two K, but them shits don't make no sense. Go! So I was literally <laughs> thinking whoever cuts the check for the Nets, like that's who's doing the game pass know, deals. <laughs> You gotta be, you gotta be like, hey, listen, man, we'll give you this little bit on the front end, on the back end, you'll get this and this, you know. But I just imagine for like little little indies, I feel like that's gotta be so big for them, man. Like if you put like putting that game on, yeah, because you put a million dollars to yeah. them, then right, and they getting all this money, they can like invest and they can make more stuff, you know what I'm saying? But once again, I don't know numbers, I don't know how it works. There's no way they turn the profit on this. I do not care what you say. There's no There's way. There's no way, yeah. No, no way. way at all. I mean, maybe me, because I pay like the full, you know, my my like dollar subscription ran out, but like, I pay like the regular subscription price. But still, even though it's only like, because it, it's got an Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass included, and I think it's like $14 or something. Yeah. So like even that in itself, like. It comes out to, if you have Game Pass Ultimate, it comes out to basically yeah. two games a year plus a normal Xbox Live. So it's a. Right. It's like 180, right? Yeah, that's yeah, 60 times mm-hmm. three, 180. So, which isn't a bad deal because you get all right. these games and your Xbox Live. Exactly, because like I buy, you know, I know I buy three games a year. Like, yeah, that's just like minimum. You know what I'm saying? And if you just had an Xbox Live subscription by itself, like, or if you just buy it one time at sixty dollars, you know what I'm saying? It just it just pay for, to me it pay for itself. Yeah, you're a third of the way there. By not participating, right. so you kind of might as well participate. And that's what they're that's what they're relying on too, because they got man, I can't remember the numbers. Was it? I think it was ten million game pass subscribers or something like that. Good God! So, I mean, they're making money. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, they're making money, but then they're spending the money. But then Microsoft right. is backing up yeah. all this to you know to make it yeah. possible. So I guess what ten ten million? You got fifteen million. I mean, you got fifteen dollar subscription. Was that 150 million? Yeah. But you got to think these deals, you know, I mean, the Bethesda deal was seven and a half billion dollars. So. <laughs> amount of money. 
cash. I told Ty Howard to fuck right off. <laughs> I love me some fallout, but like, I don't love it. I don't love it. No $7.8 billion worth. Like, because I tell you, that's got to be it, man. It's got to be exclusive, like, stuff. Like, there's no way you pay that much and you're not going to make it exclusive to like one. Like, you just don't do that. Yeah. So, Starfield, Starfield's exclusive. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the big mm-hmm. one. Uh, the Arcane game, uh, Redfall, that's co op shooter. That's going to be exclusive. I think Fallout going to be exclusive. You think so? You think he'll oh, take yeah. it? Oh, 100%. They Man, that'd be bold. It. it might be exclusive from the jump. You know what I'm saying? But it's going to be exclusive at some point. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean like a time, like a year thing? Yeah, that yeah, could be kind of cool. It's got to be. Hmm. That or Elder Scrolls, one of them. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't. They, so there was no mention of the new game in the Elder Scrolls line. I can't even think of the name of it right now, but they had teased it before, um, but they haven't. There was no mention of this here. So. Uh yeah, that yeah. should be the next one. And you're probably right. That'll probably be excuse. I mean, if we're gonna go with Starfield and then go with the arcane game, yeah. I mean, that's kind of huge. But but I think that's what they should do. Like they have to have a reason to come here. But with it being on your TVs, being your browser, they're not gonna really care to keep it exclusive because they've they've made it so easy for everyone to play anyway. So I think that's that's the way to move. That's the way to go, to be honest. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, shouts out to Xbox. I mean, that was that was big. Uh, if Sony does show up, if Nintendo do show up in some kind of capacity with their own little, you know, activations as it were, they're gonna have to come big because, yeah, that was a cool show. I still think there's a little bit of missing as far as like third person games and like more um, mascotty like huge things. I mean, you've mentioned a couple times now, God of War, The Last of Us. We're comparing like the biggest games. Like you know, this is like that's like a <laughs> like that's a masterpiece. Like these are two masterpieces, you know. So. You know, we're still going to have to try to hit up there to see if we can figure it out to try to find something a little more close to that. But it's a hard thing to do. So, you know, I think they keep, you know, they keep working, they keep doing the damn thing and they'll be able to to give us some games that are worth uh, playing. So shout out to you guys over there, Xbox. And thank you, Uncle Phil, for for doing the damn thing out there. Thanks, Uncle Phil. All right. Next up, number four. Square Enix Showcase. Square Enix kicked off its show with an impressive gameplay demo of its Guardians of the Galaxy title. With writers from the comics on board and the folks over at Marvel Games overseeing, fans can rest assured that the heroes are in good hands. You'll be able to control Star-Lord and make lots of choices in this single-player action game coming this fall. The Avengers are not dead. Mostly. Three new expansions are coming up for the online co-op game, with a third starring the King of Wakanda himself. You'll be tasked with helping Black Panther defend his country this August. Final Fantasy showed up in a big way with new updates to its mobile installments. For 1 through 6, they're like these pixelated updates, which are kind of cool looking. They didn't explain them at all, though, so there's that. Uh, and some other less than noteworthy mobile-only titles. Babylon's Fall has finally got, got a gameplay demo for P- PlayStation and PC players to dig through. And Square ended the show with footage of, so- of the Souls-like Final Fantasy joint, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. All right, Wars. Now, we talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. Tell me how you're feeling about the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Uh, feeling like that game look booty. <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah. Why you think that? Cause it just look garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just don't look like something y'all want to play. It's like okay. go on. It's kind of like Star Lord. He being kind of corny. You asking people like opinion, but like we all know, no matter what decision you make, you are gonna still come to the same ending. So yeah, like, why are you getting these people these you know game pretenses? Yeah, don't do that. You know, and then you're like doing combos and like all this other kind of stuff. Like, stop all that. Stop all that. It just look, the game just look booty. 
Okay, it ain't my style, you know. And then don't none of the characters look like the MCU characters. Well, I mean, I know why. It looked like the comic book versions, not the cinematic universe version. So, they ain't what I they ain't what I come here for. I come here for Chris <laughs> Pratt. Everybody know that. And Chris Pratt giving Ben Diesel screaming Iron Group and the Bradley the Cooper boy being the little little rocket. You know what I'm saying? But it just look it don't look cool. It looked silly. At first, I thought it was like going to be a, some DLC for Avengers. <laughs> it looks... I Okay. I think it looks better than Avengers, but somehow still as bad as Avengers. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so here's exactly the thing. Exactly it. I'm happy that it's single player. I'm happy that you're playing one person. You're playing Star-Lord. I kind of do like the gameplay. I like the team-based gameplay. It kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy Remake as where... You're playing your one character, but you're using the buttons, the face buttons, everything to control everyone else too. Or maybe more so akin to uh, Final Fantasy 15 and less Final Fantasy 7 Remake, because you control everybody in Remake, but kind of the same idea. You control one person, you control everyone with menus. So I, I like that. And yes, I do agree. They do look like uh, Broke Boy, Discount, Bootleg, you know, yes. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. I really do hate, you know, Peter Quill's look. He looks kind of bad, but. The pre-order for the game is the uh, comic accurate Guardians of the Galaxy from um, Volume Two, not the original, the second volume, the one that made them famous. Essentially, the one that um, right. started with Annihilation, and that's a great book. If you have not read that, please read Annihilation. Read read about it. Star Lord's awesome in those comics. He's actually a journal. He knows what he's doing, and he he kills it. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing, Warriors. I wish every Marvel game looked and played like spider-man miles morales <laughs> like i wish that was the case because that's a top tier game but here's the thing not everyone's insomniac you know we got idos montreal out here doing the damn thing uh this somehow looks worse than tomb raider <laughs> which i don't know how but it does mm. uh but i have high hopes you know uh i like the gameplay i even like the jokes i thought the jokes were written pretty well i was actually laughing like no no joke laughing um, and I think that's because they got the writers from the comic books on there and they got Marvel Studios behind it. So I think they're going to treat it with some care. But you're right. It's got a little jank to it. it it's got to be finished, obviously. But I'm I'm holding out hope that it's going to be a fun time because, man, even as terrible as the Avengers game was, that campaign was actually worth it. Like if you can just play that campaign, like if that game ever comes to Game Pass, just play the campaign for like 10 hours and just get out of there. All the Rex, the extra stuff is bullshit, but that campaign is actually pretty sweet. So yeah. I'm holding out hope that this campaign will be good for this game. So we shall no, see. I mean, it, it, I, I didn't. A little bit of Avengers I did play. I did. I enjoyed it. But yeah. I was just like, like I, I really hate, you know, sometimes I see stuff on the internet. I kind of just like read too far into it. And then like yeah. people telling me, you know, how the grinding and stuff. I'm just like, man, I don't want to do all of it. You know, which I should just like discover it for myself. But, you know, that's on me. Yeah, I'm here now. Let me tell you, that grind is ass. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm glad I didn't do it because it seemed to be very trifling. Now I'm just here for the MCU scans, but they're they're fucking teasing us because we have the in game Hawkeye, we got in game Black Widow, we got in game uh, Hulk, we got in game Iron Man, but we don't have in game Cap or in game Thor. So once those skins come out, I'll play a little bit more, but then I'll probably hang that game up forever. But um, actually, no, I'm lying. I'm not because the Wakanda DLC is coming out and Black Panther is coming through. And I'm, I can't tell you, listen, I know the game's bad. I know I don't like the game that much, but I want to play as Black Panther. I've committed, 
you know, at least 30, 40 hours of that game so far. Like, I got to place my homie T'Challa out here. You know what I'm saying? That trailer was awesome. We had some some dope hip-hop music, licensed hip-hop music out here, which was pretty sweet. Uh, Black Panther's fighting uh, his homie, the... Um, Oh, I can't think of that fucker's, fucker's name now. Not Killmonger, but the other guy. Uh, Ulysses. Ulysses Claw. He's fighting That's him. the one? He came through uh, the spot and blew some shit up. So it looks pretty sweet. They kind of buried the lead there because um, when they talked about Avengers, they had all the other DLCs. They had two more DLCs coming up before this one, but this one's coming out in August. So kind of excited for that. Uh, they show Babylon's Fall, which is a little co-op game. That one looked kind of cool. Um, I had no idea what it was because it got announced so long ago and they never showed <laughs> what it was. But co-op kind of action RPG you know, so that was pretty sweet. And then, yeah, they ended it with Final Fantasy, uh, The Stranger of Paradise. Uh, Final Fantasy Origin, Stranger of Paradise. So another Soul-like, but in the Final Fantasy universe, looks kind of weird. Also, another one looks kind of unfinished. I mean, it's kind of tough. Square Enix puts out some sweet things, but sometimes the stuff doesn't look that up to snuff. So we'll give both those games a little more time to cook, and hopefully they'll get a little bit better as they go. So, Right. I don't think there was too much else there. I really that um, thing. I swear, anything was booty cheap. Oh, they showed Life is Strange. They had the remastered there, and they're gonna. Sh- they showed some stuff from the colors, which looks pretty cool. I like Life is Strange. It's a little kind of choose your own adventure type game, which is pretty sweet. Not a um, new game. Don't count. You said what? Not a new game. Don't count. No, no. The first one is the remaster. It's a remaster. Life is Strange True Colors is the new one, and she has like so Life is Strange one. You had the power to turn back time <laughs> and then life is strange 2 i think you had the power to be a jerk i can't remember <laughs> and then life is strange 3 she has the power to like change emotions i think looks pretty sweet um very colorful set in the pacific northwest hmm. i think um so yeah and then what else do we have oh they showed the yuffie dlc which is pretty cool i've been playing final fantasy 7 remake ps5 edition at 60 fps i've been enjoying that a lot i uh, have not gotten you the yuffie played DLC. that game I got to get the Platinum, though, and I'll wait it for this. Next. Shut up. But I got to play the Yuffie DLC, though. Don't talk about me, Warriors. But that's about it. Pretty pretty easy going at this square in this conference. (laughs) Well, that's all the big bits from the first weekend of E3. We'll have more coming up, obviously. Uh, Hopefully, you guys will hear this day one on a Tuesday, and then that will mean that we're one day into the week of stuff so we have more stuff to talk about next week when we come back to you guys but yeah that's all the big news uh we're gonna end this shot with a couple little items things that we didn't touch up there um yeah all right so the extra bits first up watchdogs dlc um fuck i lost the name of this watchdogs dlc <laughs> oh bloodline expansion uh that's coming out some more stuff for the watchdogs fans now whereas you put this on here you want me to talk about this but i have nothing good to say about watchdogs dlc uh all right sorry sorry watchdogs you like that game my bad watchdogs legion specifically i do like the game a lot but me and my brother been trying to play it and man that multiplayer is trash like it was late uh and now it's buggy as hell like i can run the game pretty well on my pc when it's like um the single player campaign but when i put on multiplayer just like chugs and it doesn't work at all so hopefully Mm. they can fix that when this dlc comes out we shall see uh will watchdog or sorry will cyberpunk ever return to the psn (laughs) it don't look like this was kind of cool because a couple weeks ago cd project red talked to uh somebody they were talking about the game and they were like yeah i mean it's kind of just on playstation but I don't think PlayStation gives a fuck. I don't think they really want to put it back up there anymore. So, I don't think so either. Boris, tell know, me how much. Tell me, tell me how much you love Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. 
I mean, listen, I liked it. <laughs> you know, if you're next gen console, I mean, it worked fine for me. <laughs> I was, we always got to put that in the show every time. Uh, we talked about the crossplay coming to Fort uh, to Overwatch. We talked about it a little bit, but no cross progression. Oh, Ratchet and Clank, no crunch involved. Warriors, how cool is that? That's a pretty big game, and there was no crunch apparently. Yeah, I mean, I looked at the game. I mean, like I probably could have worked on it. Okay, <laughs> graphic looked like it was, you know, I, you know, some little some little dude going back in time. Didn't really like a lot of plot to it, you know, but. I'm, I'm glad they didn't have to work no, you know, eight hour, eight hour weeks, you know, trying trying to get it out. So that was nice. No one's picked um, up this story though, which is kind of weird because it's only come from two people. But if it was two people talking about crunch, this shit would have been on every fucking front page. But this is two people talking about no crunch, and like I've seen it very few places. Granted, it came out like a week before E3, so you know the news cycle was a little bit in preparation. But I still think it's a little weird that no one's really talking about this because it's a cool story to be honest. If it's yeah. if it's true, come on, Jason Schreier, get on your job. Yeah, Jason Schreier doesn't give a fuck if it's good news, right? Until that'd be bad news. Exactly. Shout out to Jason Schreier. I'm reading his first book. He's promoting his second book right now. Um, War has got a war two delayed. Good. Shocked face? No. I keep I can never remember that quote about the delayed game, but put put that segment here. So <laughs> delayed, so make it even greater. That's my quote. Okay. <laughs> So this is a, a talking point, and I have to have a Mia Culpa because God of War 2 is coming to the PS4. <laughs> Wait, what? God of War 2 is coming to the PS4, and I said that it wouldn't, so I, I got to own up to that bad boy. Yeah, exactly. Because you know, ain't no way they're going to not let it. Come on, man. Cause I guess that's an IP of like a generation. You know, like they say, delayed games eventually good. Bad games bad forever. There you go. Well done. Nicely yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, PlayStation, you can't just alienate half of your fan base. Like the return that's bullshit. more than half, really. Yeah, more than half. Like that return is bullshit. PlayStation Five exclusive. That game probably like twenty gigabytes. Come on. Well, the tech that they're doing though. I mean, that game oh, a lot of particle off. effects, uh, a lot of instant transmission bullshit. Goku out here. What's up? Okay. All right. Move along. Same thing with Ratchet and Clank. I mean. The things they're doing with these worlds, and I've seen it firsthand. They're pulling these different worlds, or you know, See, they, they, they didn't got you. They, they didn't got to you. Well, here's the thing: the PS4 doesn't have an SSD, and we all know about the SSD, right? <laughs> I mean, you can put one in there. You're right. You're completely right. You're completely right. Yeah. I don't think it will work the same way, though, to be honest, because the systems doesn't. The system isn't ready for it. You know, like it's something that you plug into it, but the system isn't really tapping into it like it should be. True. I mean, I, I guess probably when using it as like full potential, but like right, yeah. The slot is literally just as big as a SSD. Like you can easily put it in there. It's so weird they didn't start this gym with SSDs, considering it's where we were stupid. in 2013. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, what uh, do you think then? What do you think about this argument? Do you think Sony is a lot? Do you think Sony's a liar? Do you like that God of War is coming both ways? Like, what do you what do you think I about like this conversation? It. I like oh, because the the for me the only time I've ever bought a new PlayStation product is God of War. Yeah. It's the only IP that ever made me like. PlayStation 3, I bought to play God of War. PlayStation 4, I bought to play God of War. Like if this game would only come out on PlayStation 5, then I would have. You would have had it down. before, too. I would have had to. But now I don't, now I'm forced my hand. Now I can just like, oh, I can just play my PlayStation 4. You know, it's PS4 Pro. That motherfucker sound like, you know, helicopter. You're going to destroy it, probably. <laughs> window unit running all at the same time, you know. But 
I'm I'm gonna get every dollar out of that sucker. So, but you know, I think I think it's good, man. You know, you you know, like if you the more people you can have enjoy the product, I, I think it's, it's the better that the um, it, it'll be better that way. That's yeah. just me personally, though. Are Sony dirty liars for saying that they believe in generations they are. and now they're backtracking? <laughs> they are. They're fucking dirty lying fucks. You know yeah, they I, are. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I see it a couple different ways. Like, I think it's bad PR probably, but I don't know if, I don't know if somebody at the top saying one thing and then like a person maybe closer to the bottom saying another thing is ne- necessarily any different than it would be any other place, right? It's like, if I go into the job and like, the owner says one thing and he's like, oh, yeah, yada, yada, yada. But then I go to the worker and he's like, yeah, he said this, but this is how we're going to do this type situation. You know, it's right. like, right, right. I feel like that's any place you go, that's what's going to happen. I think they kind of got caught up in a little bit of that. And to be honest, I don't know if the customer really cares. I mean, I think more customers are probably like you, right? Like they just want to play the game. I mean, right. they don't really care where it is or how they play. It. They just want to fucking play. And I think that's going to decide where they go. I mean, like you said, you have to have a PlayStation to play God of War, whether or not it's a PS4 or PS5. I don't think anyone cares. I just want to be able to play the games, you know. So, All right? Yeah, that was a that was a weird much to do about nothing. I don't feel like because I mean, we have Returnal, we have Ratchet and Clank, we got Demon Souls, we got three PS5 exclusives already, and then now we're gonna get two Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, sorry, Horizon um, Forbidden West, and then yep. God of War two, and then. Um, the new Gran Turismo, those are going to be cross-platform. Now, I can give you the Gran Turismo 7 is a little weird because the Gran Turismo 7 promotional footage did have PS5 exclusive on there, but they walked it back. But I would assume if you're Sony, you go to them and you say, hey, man, can you put GT 7 on PS4? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. Then you do it, right? Um, yes. So I feel like that's like a move that you got to make. You have to. Like, so, I do mean, like, I mean, they, they're already making, you know, multiple different versions of the game anyway. Unless, well, I guess it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive and they only making one version of it. So well, it seemed like, the, well, the way they built it seems it could be backwards compatible, as I'm assuming, right. right? Like if they yeah. built it on the engine, say, of GT Sport, which was the PS4 version, then they could right. probably downscale. So I'm assuming what happened, but I think that's on the developers, not to blame them, but I mean, if you're not pushing the tech, then, and if you can have the option to do it, then you might as well do it because we make these games in different ways now anyway, but... Returnal and Ratchet and Clank were both kind of being built to be pushed. I mean, and Insomniac, I think, is a good people, a good developer to look at because they made uh, Spider Man, uh, Miles Morales, which is cross gen, you know, cross um cross gen, right? Yeah, cross gen. I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. It was on PS4 and then on PS5 as well. So, but then they made the PS5 thing that was full gen. So, yeah, games I mean, you can play them how you want to yeah. play them, right? Like if you do this halfway through the generation, then I don't. I mean, I probably still will have a problem with it, you know, because yeah. I'm a filthy consumer. Right. But, like, to say at the beginning of a console generation, you're just going to stop supporting. Like it's kind of ridiculous. Got, it's like one of the most, like, highest selling consoles of like all time. Like, that's just a weird thing. To, to me, that's just a weird thing to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. Because PS4 is everywhere, especially for third party. Like, every yeah. everything had PS4 on it that you showed that was third party, you know? Yep. Um, but I, I think these games are a different case. So just to be honest, like Horizon was supposed to be a PS4 game, and then God of War Two was probably being built on that engine from God of War because that engine's fantastic. That engine's fucking beautiful. Um, and then you know, Gran Turismo is a different, different bag. But I still think we're kind of in the in the same window. Uh, but speaking of Horizon, the Horizon um, state of play happened, and that was pretty sweet. They showed some gameplay, um, pretty cool. Some more adventures with Aloy, 
very excited to get at that. They didn't give us a release date, which is kind of weird. They're shooting for holiday 2021. Fingers crossed they make it. But yeah, whereas, um, have you played any more Horizon or have you only been on Ghost of Tsushima? Only, only, only been on Ghosts. You gotta go back to it, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ghosts and be there for Destiny. It. Destiny been hitting though, that's all I'm saying. Season of the Splash is a fucking bop, man. Can we talk about just for a second? It's not the thing. We could talk about Story Mode uh, banging. To talk what? Story Mode is banging. Story Mode is bad. T- tell me about how how hyped you were when you watched uh when you watched Saint Fourteen drag people into his bubble to murder them. <laughs> I was very hyped about this. I guess like I was like okay, cause like the character development is so good now. That's all I'm saying. Like. They like developing these characters. They got like a real life crisis, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just good. And just like the the raid is good. Uh, just I think they're just doing a really good job. Like I just wish they would, you know, just get put some people on Crucible, man. But other than that, I think they I think they're doing a, this season is have been very 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 enjoyable. The Crucible team just hit the stasis they, switch and turned it off, yeah, and they walked exactly. away. The thing is, it was like. When Stasis came out, it was like, yeah, we probably had to nerf this stuff a couple of times. Like they knew how bad it was gonna be before they even sent it out. And I'm just like, come on, y'all, just, just please, like throw these, you know, PvP players a bone, man. Like that's like where so much of your viewership come from, you know, at least from like Twitch and stuff like that. So like, help these fucking dudes out, give them a new map or something. Yeah, they gotta put. They got. They had to have more attention than just turning off stasis because that's not the right. only problem. And you know, you know better than no, I do. I mean, I, yeah. I only step in PvP every now and then, but I, I get so frustrated with it. And it's gonna take more than just a fucking nerf of a of a of a of a, of a class type, you know. So hopefully they pay more attention to it. And was it season season of the Witch King or where the fuck is coming up next? Season of the Witch um, Queen. Witch Queen. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Warriors, I mean, that's pretty, that was pretty, that was pretty thorough. Not, not too bad considering all the fucking news we had to get through. What you think? I think it was excellent. I think it was excellent. Yeah. We did good, Chief. We did good. We did good for the first, for the first episode back. Not too bad. And we, we didn't stay too long either. So I think that was pretty, pretty dope of us. So yeah. Uh, thank you all for coming through as always. Uh, we love you. We appreciate the support. As I said before, if you were listening to our beautiful faces, give us a like and a review and and share. Share with someone who likes games or anyone who likes people talking. Just send them the Oblivious Games link out there, you know? Uh, you can expect us to be back next week with some more news, probably some more E3 stuff. We'll probably have this episode, the next episode, and maybe the next one after that. Maybe like a, a review, a wrap-up of everything that's kind of happened. But um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. I mean, E3 20... Uh, 2020 was kind of non-existent just because of all the pandemic stuff but this one we've actually got to concentrate into one uh, set week and I like that a lot because it makes the week exciting it makes the the news come out flowing and we uh, we love the hype out here so yeah uh, check back in with us next week uh, come to the stream we'll be streaming some stuff over there um, over there at twitch.tv slash come hang out with us you know what I'm saying and uh, yeah that's about it really words you got anything else to say to the kids before we get about out here got, got nothing else for them Come back next week. Same come time. back, come back. All right. Well, for Juarez, for Ray Bands, back on the ones and twos. I think they disappeared. I'm Jay. We are oblivious, and we're out. Oblivious Podcast is brought to you by Chris Rowland, Dustin Stokes of Quinza Morgan, and me, Jay Johnson.
We write, produce, and host all content. The show is recorded remotely from Meridian, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee, Jackson, Mississippi, and Chicago, Illinois. To contribute to our show or just to say hello, you can find us at obliviouspod.com. There, you can find a link to our Patreon. Our email is obliviouspod at gmail.com, Instagram at obliviouspod, and Twitter at obliviouspod1. To contact us individually, you can find us on Twitter at rayjocan, at laquenza, and at obliviousstokes. I'll be on Instagram at chuki.